0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On the Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On the Pace. I'm Michael Guerin, your host for the next half an hour here on Sky Sports Radio. I hope your Monday morning has started well and you're feeling healthy and pretty good about things heading into the week, some of which may involve racing, some which may involve harness racing because. We are right in the swing of summer, racing every day at the moment and one man who is involved in much of it, some successfully, is Robbie Morris. Robbie raced at Menangle Saturday night, raced at Tamworth last night, he's off to Newcastle today and he's back to uh, Menangle tomorrow. So Robbie, can't be a lot of sleep going on in your life at the moment as we say good morning to you.
1: No, no, it's always a good time of year. Um, this time of year, it's plenty of racing and the carnivals are all in full swing. So it's, um, it's been a busy couple of days.
0: Mate, what are you a, a coffee man or a Red Bull man or? or <laughs> how do you keep awake for all the obviously long driving that comes on? Or does someone else drive and do you sleep in the car?
1: I'm a V man generally, and um, yeah, sort of. It's good with Josh driving pretty full swing as well at the moment. We um, we share it around, but as people know. Josh isn't the most trustworthy at night time, so generally it's me, but Josh can drive for a couple of hours. I gotta keep an eye on him though.
0: Just talk to us for those who, who haven't done the Menangle Tamworth trip on a Sunday afternoon. What's the turnaround there between leaving home and, and getting home after the races?
1: Uh generally about five and a half and sort of leave leave sort of probably like well, yesterday we left at eleven, got there about sort of five, just a bit before, and um, yeah, back home and then to Newcastle today get the team loaded up and go again. We're lucky, you know, obviously Kerri-Ann runs a big stable, but we've got really good staff, which helps a lot.
0: So if the race has finished about 10 o'clock last night, it's five and a half hours home. I'm picking you didn't hit the hay till after three o'clock this morning.
1: Yeah, that's right. You sort of, you you go backwards and forwards, and um, we're actually a little bit lucky this time because we've got runners today. Um, We brought them halfway yesterday to Maitland, so we cut the travel a little bit in half. We didn't have to go all the way back home, but... um, there's probably a bit of a strain on the team this morning because me and Josh weren't at the stables. So, um, yeah, we've got a little bit lucky at this turnaround, but normally, yeah, we'd be home and then sort of not to bed till three o'clock and then up and at it again.
0: Robbie, in those situations, because um, plenty of people listening to the show know what it's like to have kids or be tired or, you know, be backing up for work without a lot of sleep. Do you find by the time you get to the races and you jump in the sulky, the adrenaline kicks in and you're wide awake during the racing process? Or do you find, again, you need a V at four o'clock in the afternoon to perk up to do the job?
1: I'll definitely have a V on the way to the races today. Um, But, yeah, I think um, at the end of the day, what we do when we race, it's... um, it's a sport, and you know you've got a job to do. People are putting money into it, so you know you're always wide awake and you're pretty sharp when it comes to the races. Obviously, when you get home and relax, it's, it's a different story. But you know, we we always stay pretty sharp. The adrenaline gets pumping, and we we're very lucky The the fire's still well lit, and we, we love what we do. So um, yeah, no, look, it is hard. I think mean, probably now I've got a young family; it, it gets a bit hard that way. You know, Archie Face Times me he's six now, and he's at the stables, so he wants to. Um, you know, he wants his dad there, so these days are a bit harder that way, but to get a couple of winners, it's always
0: worthwhile. Yeah, in 10 years' time, it'll probably be Archie out there in the probationary drivers, Robbie, so it'll be, the, it'll be reversed um, at some stage, mate, I'm sure. Um, one horse who you probably could have almost fallen asleep driving the other day was Colt 31. He had his 98th start. He's not even that old. He had 98 starts at Menangle. On Saturday night and he absolutely spaced them, Robbie. Actually his first win in over a year, which is remarkable for a horse that good. I suppose it just goes to show how hard it is to win in that top grade.
1: I think that's that's the key at the moment, you know, across Australia wide and New Zealand, the, the top grade horses are just so strong. Um, you know, and he, he sort of um, he's been racing really good. I, I know Grant and Trister have done a super job with him, and um, he's obviously come to Sydney for sort of carnival time. But he's um, he's been racing really good. He's just been racing without luck and bad draws. And and, and mathematically, Albion Park racing it's not our, It's not just Albion Park. It's it's racing worldwide now. If if the leader gets an easy enough half, they can all rattle home in 54. And if you fall lengths off them and come in three deep around a. A circle, it's nearly mathematically impossible. It is mathematically impossible to run him down. So, you know, he hasn't been going bad or anything like that. It's just been a tough year of draws and things not going his way.
0: He won by 17 metres on Saturday night at menangle You said he's down here for the carnival. Do you see him as a horse who you roll the dice through a Newcastle mile or through the lead ups to the Miracle mile and see if you can get in? Or do you see him as a horse who's more likely to to target the free for all race on Miracle Mile Night as his big dance?
1: Yeah, look, that's probably up for, for Grant and, and Mr. Seymour to discuss and work out. Um, but you look I think um he's definitely gotta aim at them races. Um I think he's um he's definitely good at, good enough. I don't know if the mile racing is his cup of tea, you know, I think like, he's obviously an exceptional horse but I do think he's probably a bit better over the distance. So maybe a race like a Bohemia Crystal over a bit of a trip um, would suit him better than a, than a speedy 47 mile or something in a Miracle Mile. But, um, yeah, look, I'm sure he's going well enough around that time and, and all things lead to be hopefully he's still racing good. Um, yeah, I'm sure Grandel and, and Kev will probably look at that situation.
0: One from your and Kirianne's stable, who ran second on Saturday night, but second to a pretty good horse, was What's Your Secret? I was actually surprised, Robbie, she was so long on the market. $51 in a small field. Look, she's not finished winning yet. There's some races in her, I think.
1: Oh, I couldn't believe, you know, she was their odds at all. I said to um, Nick Boots, who's been a good client of ours, um, he purchased her, and I said to him, I know you got to run second to get, your obviously, your place bet here with your small field, but She's going to get a beautiful trip. She's a lovely little filly, or now mare. But she's, since she's come from New Zealand, oh, geez, we've, we've had a few little run-ins. You know, she she put herself in a fence one day, and then got hooked up in a gig the other day, being silly in the tight rails, and just nothing. We haven't been able to sort of get a good prep into her. We've always had to have a stop-start situation, and and this is the first prep we've really got a good three, four, five runs under her belt. Um, she's going to be a lovely little mare going forward. She's not going to be a superstar by all means, but. She's going to be a Saturday nightmare and, and driven with the right trip. She's very speedy and, um, you know, she's a nice little mare going forward. I was sort of in agreement with you. I thought in that field she should have been much shorter.
0: You took out the last on the card with Ailsund, Sund, who is a pretty decent mare. She's won the eight races now. Actually, surprised Robbie that who won fifty three one winning time the other night was actually her PB because I would suggest she's probably a fifty two horse around an
1: yeah, definitely. She's sort of, same thing. She's, she's been in our system for a long time. Daniel Cordina owns her and he's been patient. She probably wasn't the most natural filly early on. Um, she took a little bit of getting going, but you always knew she had it. You just had to sort of be patient. And, um, you know, she's she's a lovely mare. She wears no boots. She gets over the ground good. Um, yeah, it was good to see her get rewarded for her efforts because she hasn't had men, much racing at Menengle. Uh, she's sort of been kept to the country circuit just as she strengthens up and matures a bit, and um, it was really good to see her go to Menangle and put a foot on the till because she um, thoroughly deserved that.
0: So last night or yesterday, you jump in the car, you drive the five and a half hours to Tamworth, and you're on a couple of chances. And what the heats of the Golden Guitar and heats of the local pace series there because it's Cup meeting coming up on Friday night. Uh, must have been a long drive home because you actually had nothing go right last night.
1: I, I call them days character building.
0: Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robbie, <laughs> congratulations! You've now got more character than you had on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I said to Joshua when we got into the car on the way home, we both looked at each other and our eyes were a bit dopey, and I said, "This is another character building night for us, Joshua." But um, yeah, look, it's um, one of them things. You know, you go to races, and we're very fortunate that we we do drive a lot of winners, and you know we're lucky we've got good horses to drive and a lot of good people putting us on, but um. Yeah, you know, it doesn't always go your way and that's the part yeah you know, pass and pass so you've got to take it with the
0: job um well robbie you know. the punters understand robbie because we've all punted before so we get it from both sides as well we know yeah. um the good news about it is as footballers say you've had a loss might be too far to your next win you can bounce back by playing today at 2 first on the card at newcastle when you're straight back into it you're on the equal favorite in american dagger what sort of chance of turning it around
1: yeah, look, he's probably just a basic little horse. He's, um, he's a couple of runs back at Penrith. He was really good flashing in the third. He's then been put in the Menengle Maidens and won win races, which are fairly strong at the moment. Um, and then we just dropped him back to the Newcastle grade today, which looks like that sort of suits him. That's where he's at. Um, so hopefully if he can spear across to the front and he, he can be hard enough to chase, he's a nice little horse. He's no star, but I don't think there's no stars in that race.
0: In race four, you and Kerry Ann have Miss Sonic Boom from two on the second line. Is that potentially not a bad place to be at Newcastle? Uh, obviously, if you, you can't lead from there, but it means you should be in the running line without doing too much work.
1: Yeah, probably a good spot for her. She probably can't do too much work early. This is her grade. Um, yeah, she's just going to have to follow through early and see what the options are. But um, she should be able to lob handy enough there without doing too much. And they go sort of strong enough, she might be able to come off their back.
0: In race six, the stable has better to be tricky. It's actually not an easy field for Newcastle on a Monday afternoon, but better, better to be tricky is a horse I've always liked when things go its way uh, can be very, be very hard to beat in a running seventy-five grade.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's, um, he's going really good too. He done a little bit of work the other night at Penrith where they ran pretty good clip for 2100 and he sort of trucked on really good. Um, there's a couple in this that are a little bit speedy around him but he'll be driven tough today and um, he'll keep sticking uh, he likes to sort of grade around Newcastle um, yeah I definitely think he's a good chance probably my best chance of the day
0: and the last on the card you drive Apache White Sox for your mate Roy Roots Jr who you've had plenty of success with former Queensland Pacer uh, would suggest it might be a little bit tricky fresh up because it's only had the two trials and there's a few around you who go okay. What's well, the reports from Roy?
1: All, all reports from the is They're really happy with his work. Obviously, he's first up, but um, he's owned by the Great Big Frost and he's um, sent him down and, and obviously Vic's a pretty good judge. So if you sent him down, he obviously got a little bit of an opinion of him and Roy is pretty happy with his work. He's drawn two, a little bit of speed around him. We'll just probably have to see how the gate folds back, but... Um, yeah, I definitely think he's a chance. He just might need this
0: run. Mate, we appreciate your time. We know it's a pretty tiring time. You'd rather much rather probably be napping. Um, mate, we're going to start a GoFundMe page for your V fund to keep you going over the summer, Robbie. So uh, we, want, we we all want to help support you, mate, so there'll be some cans of V in the mail.
1: Nah, perfect. Thank you.
0: That's Robbie Morris. <laughs> Busy night. Menangle, Saturday night. Two winners. Five and a half hours to Tamworth, where it was character building. Five and a half hours back and off to Newcastle today, Menangle tomorrow. Luke McCarthy joins us, the Metropolitan leading driver again for last year. And Luke, as much as you love driving horses, I'm sure you don't really feel like going Menangle, Tamworth, Newcastle, Menangle in four days.
2: Yeah, good morning, Nick. Um, No, I just got the end of Robbie's interview with a lot of travel and you know everyone that does all that deserves this
0: success they get. Mate, let's talk about uh, somebody who has been doing some travelling, and that's Spirit of St. Louis and young Jack Callahan for your stable, yours and Belinda's stable. Back-to-back cups in Victoria, and beat a really good horse in Loch and Varart, you know so well, at Shep on Saturday night. This is beautiful placement, mate. Uh, two cups in, in seven days. This horse is reaping rewards of being fit, and a good horse.
2: Yeah, He's come, come along so well, Mick, he, he went to Brisbane, he won the four-year-old championship and had a fresh nut and come back and raced really good, you know, through the heats in the Dominion and, you know, he won a heat and then obviously had a fresh nut and he's gone down and won the Bendigo Cup and then backed up really good and won the Shepparton Cup, so we, we couldn't be happier with him.
0: You obviously know Lock and art. He, he rehabbed at your place uh, when he was coming back from injury and also did some stallion work. What did you make of him? Because I thought he was very good and, and very much has laid down the gauntlet to your best open-class horses.
2: Yeah, I, I thought he went amazing. With the fact that he'd come out and done all that work in track record time and you know, to just get beat by you know, a classy horse in Lewis that already match fit. He you know, was certainly the one of the race and you know, hopefully for seven days he takes plenty of benefits from that run and you know he, he looks he looks yeah he looks amazing and he went super.
0: Spirit of Saint Louis, is he back up again this week at Ballarat or do you hold on to him and, and go to Melton for the next two weeks?
2: Uh, he's in it we've nominated him for Ballarat so we'll just see how he how he is today and um before you know, acceptances in the morning but at this stage, he seems like he's pulled up really good so he'll head towards Ballarat. That's the point.
0: You must be thrilled with um, young Jack's driving at the moment. He, he's, he's driving well and, and it's never easy to go to another state you haven't spent much time in and, and and driving big races really well, but you would have been proud to pull that drive off yourself on Saturday night.
2: Yeah, he's driving really good, Jack. He, he's a natural. He horses run for him. He's got a good racing mind. You know, he can understand. He can read the play. You know, he knows where to put him at the right time and He's driven him perfect the last two weeks and, you know, he'll just, as these big races roll on, he'll keep getting more opportunities and, you know, it's great to see him go into state and handle that little bit extra pressure of not essentially driving at your home track, you know, for owners and punters and all the rest that can, you know, see that he's up to it and, you know, he'll get the better opportunities as it comes.
0: It now seems like an awfully long time, Luke, since Inter-Dominion Grand Final Night 2021. It was only about four and a half weeks ago, but it feels longer. What is King of Swing up to? And I presume we'll be seeing him very shortly if he's going to be heading to the Hunter Cup.
2: Yeah, he's really good, Nick. He's had a couple of easy weeks after the inters and freshened up lovely. He's ready to go now. He'll race in Sydney next Saturday night there's a twenty three hundred meter free for all and then he'll head to the hunt a couple of weeks later.
0: Okay, so that's him. What about expensive ego, the horse first across the line into Doms who lost it in the room. What's he getting up to?
2: So he, he had the same time frame as King, a couple of easy weeks, so initially the owners for King was just keeping fresh and staying Sydney for the mile, but he sort of he really thrived on his little break and He's worked super, for the owners have indicated they'd like him to go to Melbourne, so he'll be nominated for the Ballarat Cup on Saturday, and then he'll go in two weeks later into the
0: Hunter Cup. OK, so when you say he'll be nominated, is the intention to start, or is it having a throw at the stumps and you'll decide in the morning, or is he actually going to Ballarat, Luke? No, he's going. He's OK, and do you go with the horse to drive him? Yep. Okay, for those I know there's a lot of barrier draws and stuff to come out. Yet for those who are looking at investing on him because he's got a huge fan club, is he going to be ready to win on Saturday night if he gets a nice enough draw?
2: Yeah, definitely. He works really good. He's he's probably going to another. Yeah, you know, he feels like his work's going to another level after the series, and you know, I think with the, the form that Lewis has shown. Yeah, coming out of that series, Ego's obviously had that in a couple of extra more weeks' work under his belt, so he, he's really ready to go.
0: How do you rate them for two different races? Let's talk about the Hunter Cup. You have the King, you have Expensive Ego, who's very much knocking on the door with the King of Swing to try and get his crown. And then you have Spirit of St. Louis, who's in Victoria already doing things well. Is that how they rate King Ego Louis or Lewis, or is the top dog undecided at the moment because expensive Ego's improvement curve has been so steep?
2: I think barrier draws decides it now, Nick. If, you know, whoever draws the best out of King Ego and Arty in the Hunter Cup will probably be the favourites, and yeah, it'll, I'd imagine just from now on in looking at all their form, it'll come down to barrier draws.
0: What about Miracle Mile? Because oh, it's a different type of racing and gate speed's far more crucial to Miracle Mile and the ability to get to the marker pegs. Is King of Swing still the best at that? Or is Expensive Ego catching up as, as he starts to develop at least something like more gate speed?
2: Oh, I, I think Ego's gate speed's got a lot better and it'll, yeah. Well, if thing Leeds is so hard to get around, if, if, um, if ego leads you've to get it all the same as Artie so I just the just off their current form you have to say just to really
0: drawn to that. Look, there's a few different pathways to the miracle mile, but clearly you'll need to start King of Swing and Expensive Ego in the preludes. Are you giving any thought to taking one of your bigger name horses maybe to the Newcastle mile to try and get in?
2: Yeah, we um we'd we'll just sort of weigh it up after the Hunter Cup weekend and yeah, that's definitely a race we'd look at for sure.
0: What about the trotting Mia, Earl Baron Rivani? She went down to Victoria not last weekend, the weekend before, and things didn't quite go her way. Is she still going to be returning for the feature races, mainly based around the Great Southern Star?
2: Yeah, she's her work's been really good since Mitch. She, um, she'll race in Sydney. There's a mile cot race in Sydney next week. So we will give her a run in that, and then she'll head to Southern Star.
0: Alright mate, um, you and Belinda don't over race horses at this time of year they have that little bit of a, a mini break at Menangle, are you expecting to be lining up mini in the next couple of Tuesday meetings or is it a case where you're concentrating the bigger guns on Saturday night?
2: Yeah we don't have a lot racing at the moment mate, we give a heap of, a little bit of a crush up over Christmas, New Year period and they're all working back up now think we've got five nominated for Saturday night Muscle Factory was good first up um, from a break in a free all he actually drops back to a 95 this week. Yeah, the, the division below it, so thinks he's ready to probably win, win another race and just that, yeah, have a few extras. that will start sort of getting getting a few more racing just over the next few weeks,
0: mate. We appreciate your time this morning, Luke, for the update on all the big guns and great to hear. Expensive ego is off to Ballarat for potentially two for the stable and there, mate. So um, good travelling this week and, and go well.
2: No worries.
0: Thanks, Nick. That's Luke McCarthy, the leading metropolitan driver at Menangle, and to be honest, probably the leading driver in Australia, particularly for big races, and he and Belinda have horses all over the place. They already have won two Cups back-to-back on Saturday nights, go into and with Spirit of St. Louis or Spirit of St. Louis, either way, and they have potentially expensive Ego heading there this week, then King of Swing, who heads to Menangle Saturday week getting on board for the Hunter Cup. So an incredible team for them heading to Victoria over the next month. Talk about travelling horses. Jared Elchin was another one who did the five and a half hour journey to Tamworth last night. We spoke to Robbie Morris. He had no fun. He had a character building night. Uh, Jared Elchin had a slight bank building night because he lined up three horses in three consecutive heats of the Golden Guitar and, Jared, you were playing the guitar by the end of it because three winners and three heats, that was, uh, that's pretty good by anybody's standards.
3: Yeah, thanks, Mick. No, we had a good night. They, um, they looked like good chances on paper, but they had bad draws. So, they, yeah, they had to overcome some bad barriers and a bit of traffic. But Kim um, got the job done, and they all raced really
0: well. So, Jared, it's one of those races people have heard of the Golden Guitar at Tamworth. They understand the tie in there, but they may not know when the harness racing programs are on. So, how much is the final and when is it?
3: Um, it's worth 40000 the final, and it's on Friday. So, heats are generally always Sunday, finals on Friday. So, um, yeah, we stay up here the week, and um, we've, we've always been able to win a couple of heats or a heat never been able to win the final but this year i think it's probably our best chance that we've had so um just no bad luck and hopefully they pull up good which they seem to have pulled up good And hopefully we can press on to friday
0: let's go through them aqua sancta first heat delightful dude second heat just a little bit third heat all driven by cam hart do we take it when we decide to have a bet on friday or if the markets come out earlier than that jared that after the barrier draws, whatever Cam Hart is on is your best chance?
3: Um, We just let him decide which one he wanted to drive and he's picked a delightful dude. Um, He told us last night that he'll stick with him. So, um, yeah, we'll just wait now till the barrier draws come out and just see who we put on the other two. Um, The aquasancta, that'll be left to um, Tumby Park. They can decide who drives him and, um, yeah, we'll just see though I might drive just a little bit myself or we'll just make that decision when the fields come out.
0: Delightful dude's just turned four. He's already a 151 miler. I would suggest, while well, this is a great state this week, uh, his future heading forward, Jared, would be as a menangle Saturday night horse.
3: Yeah, I think so. Like He always has promised um, a fair bit. We, I thought he was very unlucky in the Queensland derby. He got in a really good spot early and then the two leaders stopped and he got shuffled back to last, made a wide run and I honestly think that he was the runner of the race, bar and probably the winner in in the Queensland Derby so I think when he gets over them longer trips, it suits him he probably just lacks a little bit of brilliance for that mile racing at Menangle, albeit he has run quick time and probably will continue to run quick time. I think he's probably better over the longer trip so We'll we'll get him back after this, win, lose, or draw, and we'll assess whether we may chuck him in the deep end in the chariot. Um, Just how we come through this. You probably have to win here to go go that way. But, um, you know, you can always come down a a notch, so aim for the stars, and you can always come back.
0: Jared, we know you as a guy who had so much success with your two-year-olds and your younger horses. The seasons have changed now. and I think people are getting used enough to it, but it's it's still different from how it used to be. Uh, are you keen now to have horses heading to Bathurst and having horses up and running almost in two segments, first half of the season, two-year-olds, uh, give them a bit of a break and then bring them back for the busy back end of the season? Or have you changed the way you train and you're not pushing the button quite as early with them?
3: Yeah, definitely changed the way i train. Um to not have them ready early. Um, especially this year and last year, we didn't do much with them after the sales. We give them probably six weeks off after the sales and then they had a, then, then they got broken in, then they had another prep a month later. Then they went out for about three months. So, like, a lot of ours aren't forward this year, or all last year. Um, we sort of now target the APG as our first main race, which is generally in April. So... We don't have to have them up and going quite so early. We trialled a couple of two-year-olds at Menengal last week, which Milder Rudy, Milder Snowy. they both went really good. So they've both gone to the paddock now. Um, They'll have an easy couple of weeks and come back in. Um, I think we do have one paid up for Bathurst this year, but whether he'll go there or not, we'll just wait and see. But I think now with the season being so drawn out towards the back end of the year, I think it's very hard to have them up and going. To to be ready for Bathurst, they've got to be going in February, you know what I mean? And then still to be going in October, November, you know, it's a big ask for these babies and I just don't think you can go in everything. You know, you might think you can, but I think down the track it'll take its toll. And a lot of our better horses this year, they didn't race many times, they only had six or eight starts. So I'm hoping that, they come back at three, because we looked after him at two.
0: What's the horse, Jared, in the stable that you're most excited about? For people to, to put on the fridge and, and keep the name there, put it into their race tracker if they're technically sufficient to do such things, what's the horse we should look out for? Uh,
3: my ultimate Ronnie, I think. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's the horse that I've looked forward to all last year. I know he probably played second fiddle to a couple of the other ones, but I think this year he had 3 year I'd written all over him. And he surprised me when he equaled the record. He went 150.3, I think, or 150.4, something like that at an angle. He really surprised me how much he stepped up at the back end of the year. Um, I just, yeah, I think there'll be big things to come with him this year. we just got to keep him sound. He had a few, like, issues. That's what kept him from racing early on. So we just gotta hope that them little niggling issues don't come against him. But I think if he stays down, um he's a terrific um yeah.
0: Jared, just a quick one. I've never been to Tamworth. I've been to lots of places for lots of race meetings in my life. Is it worth popping into Tamworth? It, it has a reputation for being a good place.
3: Yeah, no, it's a great little place. Well it's not that little. It's um yeah, we, we come here every year and we have a great week, you know, it's very hot here. Um, we're just about to go and jump in the pool. It's pretty hot here today, so it's, um, it's a great little town, great atmosphere. This year's probably a bit different. They've cancelled the um, music festival um, just only a fortnight ago. They cancelled it, so it's a bit quieter here than usual. Usually, um, the town's a buzz. You know, you have to line up ten deep to get into any pub you want to get into. But this year, it's um, it's not like that. But we'll still have a good week, and hopefully, at the end of the week, it pays off.
0: Add it to the bucket list, I will, Jared. Thank you for joining us this morning, mate, on On The Pace on Sky Sports Radio. Good luck for Friday night.
3: No worries. Thanks, you.
0: That's Jared Elchin. Went to Tamworth last night, won three heats of the Golden Guitar. They have their Cups Night, Golden Guitar Night, Friday night in Tamworth. As you heard, the music festival, for obvious reasons, has been put on hold. But if you're in that region, you can pop along to the races. Great news from Luke McCarthy Expensive Ego is heading to the Ballarat Cup this Saturday night. And Robbie Morris, we're going to start a GoFundMe page to supply him with V because it sounds like he never sleeps and just drives from race meeting to race meeting. They were your guests this morning on On The Pace. Thanks for listening. We're back on Wednesday morning at 10.30 with Brittany Graham.